If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast and a little behind the scenes, but I have actually been on a pretty long maternity leave. I have not recorded a solo episode since I believe October now. So all of the episodes that you guys have been hearing are ones that were recorded before I had my sweet little boy back in November. So I am really excited to be back podcasting for you guys. And I have some really cool guests coming up and a lot of great solo topics. So not that anything has changed for you guys, but it feels really good for me to be back. Today, I am tackling the topic of never getting an apology from your ex. And, you know, this topic is tough because at the end of the day, like, there's not really anything you can do to force your ex to give you an apology, which I think, hopefully, by following me, you guys know that. But it's something that is really difficult to deal with. And when I was planning for this episode, I kept going back to the narcissistic relationship that I was in in my late teens, early 20s, and how long I spent waiting for an apology from this person, like a sincere apology of, I cannot believe how horribly I treated you. I can't believe, you know, what I stole from you, all of the things. And, you know, a lot of this episode is going to be somewhat cliche kind of things, probably stuff that you guys already know, but I'm here to, you know, reinforce how you can move on when you deserve an apology, but probably aren't going to get it and especially aren't going to get it in the way that you want it. So let's say, you know, if you're listening to this, you likely recently went through a breakup. So you recently went through a breakup and your ex either did, you know, bad things during the relationship. So that can be a huge range. So this is not just, you know, what if you didn't get a major apology for something like cheating? So it can be infidelity. It can be, you know, them, you know, not missing something that was really important to you. That that could be 
not getting you a birthday present. So it can range from really small to really big things. So let's say the relationship ended and you feel pissed. You feel really angry at the fact that the relationship ended and you never got to hear, I'm sorry for doing those things to you. And I think it especially sucks if you feel like you deserve an apology and you got broken up with. It almost makes it feel like you're the bad guy for some reason when really you're like, you treated me poorly and you broke up with me. Like it feels like, uh, you know, being kicked when we're down. And, you know, even if you weren't the one that got broken up with and you feel like you deserve an apology, this still stands. But you're going through all of the the mourning and the grieving process of a breakup, but you also still have this underlying anger or like self-righteousness, you know, wanting to feel vindicated for how your ex treated you. And these are very normal. I want to say, first of all, like it's super normal. Your feelings are very valid. It's completely normal to want an apology from someone who you really loved and was really important to you and you spent a significant amount of time with and they hurt you. It's it's obviously very normal and very valid to want to hear a certain type of apology from them. And But the problem is the feelings of mourning and grieving that you're going through with the breakup, those are going to pass. And thank goodness, those are going to pass. But the feelings of of anger and self-righteousness and holding this resentment against your ex for not getting an apology, those emotions are a lot stickier, meaning those will stay with you for a lot longer than the sadness will if you allow them to. And when someone comes to me, which is a message I get a lot, when someone comes to me and says that their breakup was over a year ago and they're still really struggling, that's typically the first thing I ask them. I say like, are you harboring a resentment against your ex? And typically the answer is yes. And that's because those emotions tend to keep us stuck to the situation a lot longer than we need to be. And I think we have like this misconception that by not staying angry or by not just letting it go that we're somehow letting an ex get away with the situation or we're not, you know, as someone that was a doormat for most of my life, I went through this phase where I thought that if I let someone get away with not apologizing to me for something that I was somehow like becoming the doormat again. So we think that we're holding our ex to this standard by not letting them quote unquote, get away with not apologizing. But the problem is that's not who it's affecting. You're not affecting your ex in any way by, you know, hanging on to them until they apologize to you. It's like the age old saying of, you know, holding a resentment is drinking poison and hoping that the other person dies. All you're doing is negatively impacting yourself And all you're doing is pouring energy. You hear a lot on this podcast about like, where are you pouring your energy? If you are waiting on something from your ex, you are pouring energy into your ex. You are giving them far more thought than they deserve. And in reality, 
if your ex hasn't apologized for what you think they need to apologize for, if they haven't done it at this point, I pretty much guarantee you like they're not sitting up at night thinking about how they should apologize to you. They're probably doing what they're doing to, you know, move on with their life or whatever that looks like. And so I heard this saying on someone brought it up on a listener episode, but like you're breaking your own heart essentially by continuously waiting. And it's the same thing. Like a lot of this is in line with the closure episode, which was quite a long time ago. You're waiting for something that probably will never come. And, you know, the second part of this is even if you did get an apology from your ex, I promise you that it's not going to have the effect that you believe it's going to. I think a lot of people believe that if they get the apology from their ex, that all of a sudden they'll feel vindicated, they'll feel empowered again, they'll feel released that they're able to all of a sudden let the relationship and the breakup go. That's not what happens. I can promise you that that is not how it happens. Typically, you'll get that apology and it'll likely not be the apology that you want it to be. It'll be, you know, I'm sorry for doing this. And you'll think that's what you're sorry for. You're not sorry for this, this and this, or you feel like it won't come off as thoughtful enough or as endearing enough. And it'll just make you feel more upset and you'll just get caught in this cycle of like never getting the right apology from them. And even if you do get this crazy, long, thought out apology, this letter, it's still not going to take away the anger. That's an inside job. That's something that you're going to have to come to terms with on your own. And it's not like this magical thing that if you hear certain words from your ex, you're going to magically be over them. Actively waiting to get an apology will also not only impact your ability to let go of your ex, but I also believe that it will impact the future quality of your relationships because if you are just waiting on this, you know, feeling of or this magical set of words from someone, it's going to lower your ability to trust people in the future. And it might start forming this idea that people aren't trustworthy, that you can't count on other people to, you know, make you feel safe or make you feel secure within the relationship. And when someone says, like, I was cheated on, how am I going to be able to trust people in the future? Which is a very valid question. And I'm not trying to say that it should be like this easy process that you should be able to just magically trust people. But I do know that you're not going to trust people any easier by waiting around for your ex to apologize for cheating on you. At the end of the day, like that's just not how that's going to work. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. 
Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels scary. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. A question I get asked all the time is, is it normal for a breakup to feel more intense during my period? And the answer is yes. PMS is already so hard to deal with. And then you throw a breakup into that. And I know for me, PMS can make me feel anxious, exhausted, starving, and sad not a great combo. And that's why I love using and recommending Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, which can make PMS easier to manage and has helped reduce those anxious feelings and low moods I experience around my period. And fun fact, a bottle is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens, which help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Hormones can make us feel so out of whack, and I agree with the most commonly used phrase in their 17,000 reviews, which is that it does make you feel like yourself again. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code HEARTBREAK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code HEARTBREAK for 15% off today. And I think the final reasons that I'll talk about as to why you should not wait for an apology, is I believe sometimes that we rely on an apology from an ex to validate the feelings that we're experiencing, that we don't feel like we're able to validate them for ourselves. So let me give you an example. You know, I come out of this narcissistic relationship and I'm feeling very resentful and I have all of these, you know, trauma wounds that I'm, you know, coming out with. There was a time where I'm like, do I have the right to feel the way that I'm feeling? Do I have the right to be upset? Do I have the right to, you know, need to go to therapy or need to, you know, do all this work to heal from it? Because It almost didn't feel like the pain was real because my ex wouldn't validate it for me. So if you're someone that really needs your feelings validated by other people, you might not honor the feelings 
honor and process the feelings that you need to because you need your ex to tell you like, I know I hurt you. I know you're hurt. You have a right to be hurt because of the things that I did to you. And, but the problem is your ex can't process your feelings for you. That's something that you have to do yourself in order to be able to heal from the relationship. So if you wait for months and, you know, for some people I've seen years, if you wait for months and if not years to hear that validation from your ex, those are months that you are not honoring your own feelings and validating your own feelings, which is, I think, a really not looked at part of this whole thing of waiting for an apology from your ex is the lack of validation that you're giving yourself because you're relying on them to do that for you. Because in reality, when I was coming out of that relationship, I didn't need to get an apology from him because if I really like looked at it and I really listened to my gut and my own feelings, I had every which way right to be sad, mad, traumatized, all of those things. I didn't need him to say, I was awful to you and you deserve to be angry. I had every right to be angry on my own. And that was something that I had to learn for myself. And I'm not sure if I would have been able to learn that had I gotten that apology from him that I so desperately desired for a period of time. So I've given you a bunch of reasons as to why you should not wait around for an apology from your ex. So I know your next question is, okay, then, well, what do I do instead? What do I do with all this anger that I have because I haven't gotten an apology? And the first thing that I'll recommend is this last thing that I talked about, which is honoring your feelings reminding yourself that however you're feeling coming out of that relationship is a thousand percent valid and you are allowed to feel angry you are allowed to feel sad you are allowed to feel traumatized without your ex validating why you should and that goes for small like i said small things that you want an apology around and big things that you want an apology about so if your ex forgot a birthday present for you at one point, you can say, wow, that really hurt me. And, you know, that makes me feel not trusting of people in the future. That makes me feel like I'm not good enough or I'm not valued or people aren't paying attention to me, you know. And if you, you know, something big happened, like you got cheated on, you're allowed to say the same exact things. I feel so scarred from this. I feel like my trust is very much affected. And I'm allowed to feel all of those things and I'm allowed to take the time to heal all of those things. So validating your emotions is a huge thing for you to honor those things. The next thing to remember, and this goes, this is like along the same theme of having hope that your ex is going to come back. It is completely okay to have fantasies of your ex apologizing. I cannot tell you how many times I was in the shower thinking about what if my ex called me one day and went to apologize. Like I played out the entire conversation in my head. What would I say to them? At what point would I say like, I forgive you? I had so many imaginary conversations in my head around it. And that's okay. Like it, that's just human. We do that all the time. We have imaginary conversations with ourselves and other people all the time. But the difference is 
you just don't want to act on them. Like you cannot put the obstacle in your own way, which again, that's what you're doing. You're putting an obstacle in your own way. It's almost like you're going for a run and you just decide that you're going to put 10 hurdles in your run and you think it's going to affect someone else when really it's just affecting you. So you can't put that obstacle in your way of healing and you you just can't wait around. Like you can't say, well, I would get over my ex, but they never even apologized to me. Like, can you believe that? If you catch yourself saying stuff like that to your friends, it means that you are stopping yourself from healing because of that. And it might require a lot of retraining of your thoughts. So if you catch yourself thinking about how you would get over your ex, but they haven't apologized to you, it's saying things to yourself like, I am able to get over this with or without an apology. And telling things to yourself like, I know that the hurt that they cause me is going to affect them much worse in the long run than it's going to affect me. Because if if someone did something to like really harm you, even if it doesn't appear that it is affecting them, it will affect them. It will stay with them longer. If there's someone that hurts other people without acknowledging it, like that is something that will eat someone from the inside out for years down the road. So it's honestly, again, like another cliche, it's about taking the high ground and knowing that you are worthy of being treated well. You are worthy of having your feelings validated. You are worthy of feeling trusted and being able to trust in a relationship. And if your ex isn't the one that can give that to you, then thank God that relationship is over, you know? And it's, if anything too, it should serve as validation to you as to why the relationship ended. So it's all about the perspective that we're looking at something. I can look at a situation where I had money stolen from me. I had someone verbally abuse me for years and I couldn't say, oh my God, I can't believe I went through that. It's going to be so hard for you know me to be able to work through this. And my self-esteem really took a hit. So you know, I can look at it like that, which a period of time I completely did and that's okay. But at a certain point, I can put on a different pair of glasses and say to myself, thank God I'm no longer with a person like that. Thank God my ex showed me exactly who he is and I don't have to be in a relationship with someone like that anymore. And you know what? I'm going to take this as an opportunity to look at all of the feelings that he left me with and you know, learn lessons so I can feel more trusting of people in the future. And if he hurt my self-esteem, I can use this as an opportunity to work on my self-esteem. So in some ways I can, which again, I don't know if, if I would have had that much motivation to really heal had I gotten like even a half-assed apology from him right after the relationship ended. So it's, again, something that you can leverage and channel in your own healing. So let's cliff notes this whole thing. You don't need an apology to get over your breakup. If anything, getting an apology will not give you the satisfaction that you think it's going to. And not getting an apology is something that you can channel towards 
your own healing. It's something that you can use to start really practicing validating your own emotions without anyone else needing to do that for you. And it's okay to have the feeling of wanting an apology as long as it's not stopping you from getting over your ex. As long as you're not like, you know, have your shoelaces tied together when you're trying to run. Like that's the kind of obstacle you're putting in your own way if you think that you need an apology to get over them. So stop waiting for apologies. Validate your own emotions and just keep going in your healing journey. And I promise the need for that vindication will pass. And at some point, you will be able to give that to yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.